With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Kingdom Authority with your host, Dancia J. Morris, on Kingdom Empower Incorporated. We're here to educate motivate and elevate your mind body and spirit if you have questions or comments or just want to talk to your host you can call in at 646-668-2413 or listen in online at lambministries.com and now here's your host dancia j morris to know that he would um, keep us so that we can share 
the good news to someone else on this wonderful day. I think that's just awesome. And so I want to go into what we're talking about, but I want to pray first, and then I want to bring on our guest on tonight. So this tonight we are talking about erupting real authority, an era, erupting real authority. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we first of all, we thank you, we praise you, we love you, we know who you are. You are God. You are God the creator. You are our Father. You are definitely our Jehovah. You are Yahweh. You are our, our chief cornerstone. We thank you for who you are. You are our peace and our joy, our shelter and our strength, our strong power. We thank you who you are. You are our healer. Lord, you are our sustainer. You are the giver of life. You're the creator of all mankind and things, Father. If we ever, if we ever needed you, God, it's an absolute time, Lord, to seek your face, God. We need your face for direction. We need your face for guidance. We need your face for your glory to shine bright upon us, Father. We need your glory, God. And you are to be glorified. You are to be magnified. The name of Jesus is great and it's a strong power. The righteous hear us and we are glad. We run into you on this this season, God, this time and forevermore. We run to you because you are God. You are our Jehovah Jireh, our Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Nisi. We thank you for being Jehovah Sitchinu. Lord, you are definitely our righteousness, and we love you, God, for being our righteousness. Oh, we thank you, God, that you have made us righteous. We thank you, oh, Lord, that we can come to you and we can hide in you. It's because of you that we have the jobs that we have, the careers that we have, the homes that we have, the breath that we breathe. It's your breath, God. And we honor you on this evening. There is absolutely nobody like you. Nobody can take grievous things, Lord, when we're grieving, Lord, and turn it, Lord, into gladness. Nobody but you can do that thing. And so, God, we love you. We love you for who you are. I am lifting up Minister Demisha Dobson on tonight, God. I'm lifting up Minister Rachel Wright right now, Lord. You speak through them. Let it not be them, but you, God. Let it be your glory that shines through them. Thank you for using them, God. Thank you for using them in this body of Christ and the kingdom of God for the kingdom of heaven. We glorify you for what's to come in their life, God, what they have to transition through in this new era, what they have to, oh, God, what they have to pour out and give to people, Father. I thank you for using them, God, for your glory and your glory alone. Let them take their rightful places in the kingdom of God and operate in authority in their territory. I ask you, God, to just seize in their territory, God. Mm-hmm. Make it rich, God. Not with what we think, God, but what you think. Make it rich in the name of Jesus. Now, God, speak to the listeners on tonight. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will open up ears, God. Not the not, not just the physical ears, but the spiritual ears. Enlighten and, 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 and Lord, soften hearts so that they can receive the words on tonight in the name of Jesus. God, we glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So, you all, we have 
um, two guests, and I'm going to bring on um, I'm going to bring one on at this time, and I'm going to bring on Sister Rachel Wright um, first, and she's going to come tonight. This is about praying. It's about the Word of God, and we're just going to be so simple. We're just erupting real authority, and they have some things. You know, I'm letting them go with what God has for them to share. These women, and I've watched them. They don't know that I've watched them, but I watch a lot of people. Well, I watch a few people, but God selects a few chosen people. And so um, those these people, um, it's, I'm not sure. I, I, I keep getting messages that are coming through gravel, but I'm so sorry. There's been some, some problems on tonight with the, with the um, audio on this, and I'm not sure why. So let's try to navigate through it. I'm going to try something different, and I do want you all to let me know. Um, thank you for praying, you all. I hear you. I hear you, and I, I appreciate you. But let me know, you know, how it sounds, and I apologize for whatever's going, but God's still going to get the glory. God's going to still get the glory, and I know that. This is how I know God told me to do this on tonight, because every time I do something like this and, and take a stance on something that's different than the norm, oh, my goodness, that's different than the norm, then the supernatural powers from the pits of hell then are released. And so guess what? They don't have the power that we have in Jesus Christ, and so we're going to let that shine through. And so I pray that you are praying, um, warriors, prayer warriors, that you are praying tonight. I hear you all. I see more and more texts coming in and messages. Thank you very much. But we're going to pray through this thing on tonight, and we're going to bring on Sister Rachel Wright. And Sister uh, Rachel, I want to know, can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can hear you. Wonderful. This is Rachel, and I can hear you. Praise God. So I want you to bring the listening audience. There are several people on on tonight. And for those who don't know, we broadcast, but there are um, about five continents that are on normally or that tap into this broadcast and several countries. So um, so I want you to I want you to just um, come in and just give the word on tonight, and then also pray as God has give it to you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father God, for who you are, Father God. Father, I just uplift you, Father God, right now, Father God. We take authority over these waves, Father God, in the name of Jesus right now, Father God. We take authority over it right now, Father God, that whatever's going on, Father God, that you would clear it up, Father God, right now. That the power of the Holy Spirit, Father God, would go forth right now, Father God. Father God, right now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. Father, I thank you, Father God, that you are raising up, Father God, ambassadors for Christ, Father God. I give you praises, Father God. I give you glory, Father God, for who you are, Father God. Father God, for in the end days, Father God, you are raising up, Father God, ambassadors for Christ, Father God. That we're, you're making us bold, Father God, like you speak in Ephesians, Father God. And, Father, I thank you, Father God, that you, Father God, have equipped, Father God, the people, Father God, to go out, Father God, into the land, Father God, to bring in the harvest, Father God, to bring in the harvest, Father God. Father God, for the harvest belongs to you, Father God. Father, we thank you, Father God, that, that all over the world, Father God, that today, Father God, the harvest came in, Father God, that the souls came in, Father God. 
Father, we thank you, Father God, that you have built up, Father God, the kingdom of earth, the kingdom of God here on earth, Father God. Father God, we thank you, Father God, that you, Father God, are raising, Father God. Father God, that you are giving us the strategies, Father God, in how to minister, Father God, to these people that are out in the communities, Father God. Father God, that you're giving us, Father God, the strategies, Father God. Father God, and being creative, Father God, that you're bringing in the resources, Father God. We give you the praises and we give you the glory, Father God. Father, I thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. And I'm going to be reading out of Ephesians 4, um, 4, 12. And it says, for the equipment, equipment of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all obtain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measures of the statue which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried out about every wind of document, but the trickery of men by craftiness and deceitfulness schemes. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body being filled and held together by that which every joint su- uh, supplies, according to the proper working of each individual, individual's part, cause the, the growth of the body of the building up of itself in love. And the way I see the word right here is we all have an anointing. We all have something to do for the body of Christ. And God is about to stir up. God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, is stirring up the gifts that are within us so that we can go out. We all have different gifts. And so, you know, that's what I see in the scriptures. And so, you know, and how he's going to be equipping us, you know, to be saints for them, for the work of service, for the uh, building up of the work of, uh, for the body of Christ. I love that, so I want to talk about that real quick, and thank you for sharing that. I I want to talk about um, some ways that you see that we're going to, that God is stirring up. So for some of our listening audience, they're, some are unchurched, they don't understand, you know, this Christian way, or they may have served other gods, and I want you to kind of talk about just a little bit ways that we can serve the the people, not just the people of God, but people in general. The people of God in general. Okay. Um. One of the things that um. Well, as you know, I serve um for the kingdom of God. You know, as an ambassador for Christ, and I'm always out proclaiming the gospel of Jesus. You know, and for me, um, I believe in holding people accountable to um to what people are going to do, you know, like for, for the things of God and also for those that are, we're ministering to. Because if we um, if we kind of let people, how can I put it? Um, we, as ambassadors for Christ, I feel that when we go out and we minister the gospel, and we're out sharing and we're bringing people to the Lord, 
and we're out, you know, in the communities and we're bringing people. It's no longer about what's inside the church. It's what's going to be taking place outside of the church because so many people are not wanting to come to the to the churches, but um, mm-hmm. they're outside, and so how can we go and get them? And so I just believe that that, that the church now has to go outside of the four, four, four walls and go out, you know, as a body and, and start having, like, revival, like in neighborhoods and tent revivals, you know, getting back into the old, um, um, you know, in, in the reverence of God. Right. I don't think I about think that. What you're saying, I think what you're saying that is correct because it, it, and it lines up with the word of God for he said to go. And that means to move, to proceed, to, you know, not to be complacent, not to stay stagnant, um, it, it, and, and, and not to be in one place. Movement requires exactly. action. It requires physical um, exertion. And so as a result of that, you are right on point with the commandment of God, actually, for us to move, for us to proceed. He has commanded us to proceed. And so we have to definitely um, go out into, and I think that's happening more and more, you know, um, people are, are beginning to understand that people are not coming to church like they used to. Or let me just say this, they're not coming to the to the place where we worship any longer. People are staying home. They're watching videos. They're tuning into live feeds, and and that and they're and they're saying, you know, I can have church. So it sounds like you're saying to meet the people's needs of where they are. Is that correct? Exactly. Yes. And so you know, and and also you know, people don't want to come to church anymore because they're saying, well. The pastor can go, can you know, can go out, you know, or the pastor has so many people to go out and do, you know. And whenever there's outreach, whenever there's people going out, or or whenever you know something's happening or something, you know, and for outreach or whatever, you know, or you know, it's always the same people, and they always say, oh, well, we know so and so is going to be there, we, you know. But see, now is the time has come where where the Lord is saying that we all need to go you know it's no longer just the pastors it's no longer just the leaders it's not just those that have the hunger to go out and win souls now it's time for all of us to go out and to proclaim because you know he's gifted us he's given us gifts you know inside of us that that you know and it's now now is the time that we need to go back to the reverence of the holy spirit and ask the holy spirit to go forth and to go out and to, to give us a strategy in how to minister to people, you know, because now, you know, it's the time, you know, because we're at, at, at almost at the end days. And so, you know, so we really need to go out and, you know, and there's so many people dying and, you know, and there's so many people that are, you know, that are dying and, and they're lost, you know, and someday we have to stand before God, you know, and someday God's going to ask us, what did we do with the harvest? It's no longer about building, you know, it's no longer building, you know, one church or, or two churches or, or, you know, this church is, you know, no, it's not about that. It's about the kingdom of God on earth. You know, we need to be aiming. We need to be focused on the things of God and move forward and go out and to proclaim the name of Jesus because that's the only, you know, 
the name that, that is most powerful. You know, it is the name that is above all names, which is Jesus. You know, we need That's to right. start, you know, with with the kingdom of God here on earth, you know, and we need to go in, in our neighborhoods, you know, and do daily walks, you know. You'll be surprised who God puts in your path. You know, you'll be surprised, you know, um, at your grocery stores, um, you know, wherever you go, your work, you know, wherever, wherever, you know, God will open that door if we say, Lord, give us the strategy, help us. Holy Spirit, be within us, lead us, guide us, and direct us. Put people in our path. He will do it. He will do his part. You know, we just got to be, you know, uh, obedient to to um, to do, you know, our part. Because once he puts the people there and then we're not able to share the gospel with them, he's going to put somebody else. He's going to bring somebody wow. else. Wow. I love that. I love that. And so can we just, um, can you just feel that with a prayer that we will have a heart to go? Amen. Sister Rachel, can you hear me? Sister Rachel, can you hear me? Um, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. You kind of stated it. Can you just feel that um, what you just stated with the prayer that we will have a heart to go out? Okay, it sounds like I lost her. Let me just go ahead and move on. Let me just pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray that the people of God will um, continue to have a heart, not only for you, but also to worship you, to bless you, and to serve you, and to serve people. I pray, God, that you will just um, open up our hearts, Father, and continue to put the seed in us. You've already put the seed in us, Father. Help us to act upon that seed. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, let's just go ahead and bring on y'all. I hope y'all still praying out there. I hope y'all still praying. Let's bring on Minister Misha Dawson at this time. Um, Minister Misha, can you hear me? I sure can. Okay, wonderful. I would like for you to come on and just, you know, do what God has given you at this time. We're still praying about these airways right now. I know what's happening, so I'm still praying about it. Amen. Amen. Well, it's a blessing to be on tonight to share with um, your audience. And as we go into 2020, it seems like, you know, God has been really dealing with me from, from Romans. And specifically tonight, I wanted to share what he's been giving me out of Romans 8. And he simply asked me a question. And I think the answer to this question for each of us will give us an understanding if we're prepared to walk into this next decade equipped and ready to really take on our kingdom authority. And it has to do with the way we see ourselves. So 
when I read Romans 8 and began to dwell upon it and let it sink in my spirit, the question that came out, am I going to be condemned or am I going to be a conqueror? And I believe that's what he's asking many of us right now because there's some things that we need to leave behind, some, some, wow. some perspectives, some insights, some accusations. Uh, there, are, there, there are some past hurts. There are some issues. There are some things that we've been, some lies that, that we've been carrying with us and they've been burdening us. But the Lord wow. is saying, I need to understand if you're going to walk in kingdom authority in this next decade, I need you to see yourself like I see you. I need, to, I need you to see yourself not as condemned but as a conqueror. And so with that, I, I just, if I'll just um, go straight through Romans 8. And, and I'm, I'm not going to read all of it. I'm going to skip through some of it, but I just want to share real briefly, and then I'll go into prayer. That first verse really captivates. Romans 8 and 1 says, there is therefore now yes. no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. And just stopping there, when I read the word therefore, the first question to me, this is the first verse in in Romans 8, therefore, okay, so what were you saying before, Paul? What were you saying to the Romans before we even got there? And so when I slip back into chapter 7, he was talking about the law of sin and death that was waging war in his mind. And, and, and I want us to really think about that. The war that's going on is not with coworkers so-and-so. It's not with church member so-and-so. It's not with family member so-and-so. The war that's really going on is a spiritual war. And that war yeah. takes place in our mind. Because there are conversations and images and imaginations that go on in our mind based on the warfare that may be activated through the people who are around us. That the enemy sends to keep us off guard, off track, off our kingdom assignment so we won't do the real kingdom work that Christ has called us to do. And so first of all, we have to walk back and say, okay, Paul, what were you saying when you said, therefore, there's no condemnation? He was saying, oh, wretched man that I am, who's going to deliver me from the body of this death? When I would do good, evil was present. And, and, and the things that I tried to do right, it, I, I couldn't do it. But those things that my, my, my inward man who knew the Lord didn't want to do. Those are the things that I found myself doing. And the Lord is saying, and he, just like Paul wrote, that deliverance comes through Christ our Lord. That's what he said when he was writing in chapter 7. And then he starts in 8, and he said, now, now then understand, there is therefore for no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So my first thing is positionally, if we're in Christ, then we have to know that the spirit of condemnation 
is not attached to us. God is already, uh, in verse 3 of chapter 8, he condemns sin at the cross. Okay, so we have to know that our deliverance is through Christ and that this warfare that's going on in our mind is it can be controlled by understanding who we are. So he's saying that the enemy is the master deceiver. If you've ever heard of identity theft, that's what the enemy is after, stealing our identity. That's why he sends the accuser to tell us everything other than who we really are. He'll, t- he'll remind us, he'll rehearse our past for us. He'll, he'll send, he'll send uh, friends, family members to help wow. rehearse our past. Our past hurts. He'll, he'll send any person, anything, any situation to keep us off focus with regard to who we really are. And that's called identity theft. Because when you steal my identity, when I don't know who I am positionally, then there's no way I can take authority. If I don't know I'm a soldier and I don't know what weapons I have, how can I take authority over anything? If you're sending me into a certain type of battle and I'm not equipped, you're telling me one thing, I don't realize who I am, then there's no way then that I can execute the plan of really taking authority. And so this is the trick and plan of the enemy. So going into 2020, we have to know, how to walk this thing out. And, and, and further on in Romans 8, it tells us to set our minds on the things of the spirit and not of the flesh. So as, I, as we were talking, we, I already mentioned that the war is in the mind. And so that means that we have to guard the gates around our minds. Those gates are our eye gates, our ear gates, and our mouth gates. And so going into 2020, God is saying, I need you to make sure the portals of your mind are protected so that when you go and walk in kingdom authority, you are hearing what I'm saying and not all of the noise around you, that you are putting before your eyes the things that I'm asking you to put before your eyes, to keep the word before your eyes, to keep things that speak life before your eyes and cut off some of this stuff that speaks death and negativity. And we're trying to understand how we're going to walk in kingdom authority, but the enemy is keeping our mind full of things of the flesh. And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about people who walk in sin. I'm talking about people who are positionally in Christ. Our mind is full of things of the flesh. But we are trying to figure out why we can't win battles. God is saying, I need you to crucify your flesh. And that really means that I want you to set your mind on things above. Because a conqueror understands that he's been adopted, that, that there's, he has the spirit of sonship. In verse 14 in Romans 8, that's what it's telling us. And so... If I'm not going to be the condemned, which we're not because we're positionally in Christ, I'm understanding who I am. In order to work it out, I'm going to walk it out, excuse me. I'm going to guard the things that cover my mind. To do that, to understand that I'm an heir 
and a co-heir with Christ. See, that's my identity. And so if I walk out into this next decade in understanding, and he doesn't, he calls it sonship from a re, for a reason. There's some legalities associated with being a son. And so even though I'm a daughter by gender, there's some things that the enemy is afraid of me about, y'all, because I carry the legal rights of a son. And when I'm a son and I'm an heir, that means you can't, you can't take me, you can't take my inheritance away from me because I have legal access to the things of God. And so you have to know who you are. Verse 28, it says you are the called. It says that he's going to justify you. He goes on to say in verse 31 that it's God before you, co-heir, son, the one who's been adopted, the one who's the called and the justified. If God be for you, who can be against you? So you have to go into this next decade, regardless of the mountain that comes up against you, regardless of the enemy that's accusing you, you have to walk in knowing that if God, if my father is for me, who can be against me? And I love what verse 30, how verse 33 wraps it up. He said, who will bring a charge? against those who God has chosen. When you're the chosen of God, and that's why it's so important that we know the word. You understand? It's so important that we we sanctify our minds with the word of God because when the enemy comes in with the word, we we put a word on top of that lie. We put God that's how we bring every thought captive. That's where warfare is really going on. When the enemy comes with the word, we supplant it with the word of God. And therefore, the enemy comes subject. And that's how we win our battles. That's how we fight our battles. Going into 2020, into this new decade, we take kingdom authority by rehearsing the word of God. There's not a battle that the proceeding word of God has ever lost. And so when we say it is God who justifies us, who then is able to condemn? And the scripture says no one. And if you want proof, go talk to the woman that they caught in in the act of adultery. All the Pharisees brought her to Jesus and said, hey, I caught her in the very act. Now they brought her out of the act. I don't know what they did with to the, to the man, but that's that's another that's another that's another talk. So they brought her right in the middle, and they were testing our Savior. They were testing Jesus, and they said, "Look at this woman. We caught her in the very act." Now the law of Moses says that she's to be stoned, and they looked around judgmentally. Can't you see them sneering at her? Look at her. She's disgraced and she's shamed. But our Savior, as they begin to ask him, what should what do you say? Because this is what this is what the law says. What do you say? And our our Savior, who's the King of Grace, looked at her and said, Nothing at first. He just started writing something in the sand. I, I don't know what he wrote, but he was writing something in the sand. Some theologians said he was writing down all of their sins. Well, I'm not sure about that, but whatever he wrote, he looked at them and said, well, 
he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. And one by one, the accusers began to leave. Now, see, when you realize what the real battle is about, you realize that the battle is the Lord in the first place. So as we walk into 2020, the accusers are going to be able to, they're just going to start leaving. Because when you walk in kingdom authority, the battle is really the Lord's. You don't walk in with anything other than the spirit of the most high God ruling and reigning on your behalf. And so the accusers left. And Jesus looked at her and said, what woman, where are your accusers? And he said, go your way and sin no more. And so as we move out into 2020, I want to say whatever has been keeping us back, keeping us from understanding our identity, he, he, he says, I don't, want, I don't want any of that stuff to hold you back. If you go on down to the last portion of Romans 8, he said, I don't want you to let trouble, hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, or sword, let nothing separate you from the love of Christ. And then he goes on and says that, guess what? You're not just a conqueror. You're more than a conqueror. No people of God, those who are positionally in Christ Jesus, that you're going into 2020, not only are you not condemned, not only are you a conqueror, you're going in more than a conqueror. God, what does that mean? Well, conquerors defeat stuff. Conquerors win victory over things. But guess what? God is saying, I'm giving you more than that. Because you have cleaned your ear gates, I'm going to make you a strategist. I'm going to let, because you're purifying what you're listening to, you're going to hear my voice more clearly. And I'm going to give you some strategy so that when the enemy comes in, you'll already know what to do to win the battle. Because you're, you're, you're sanctifying what goes before your eye gate and, and, and you're protecting your mind and dwelling on the things of the spirit, there's going to be some things that you see before other people see them. There's going to be some things that you're able to see, and you're going to speak some things out of your mouth, and you're going to be able to declare some things, and not one sword is going to have to be lifted because the God is going to give you a prophetic unction because you have chosen him over the things of this world as we go into this next decade. And you're going to be more than a conqueror. You're going to be able to equip others. You're going to be able to see fruit that remains. That's going to make you more than a conqueror. And that is what I wanted to share with you guys tonight from Romans 8. And I will pray as as Reverend Danzia. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, you have made us more than conquerors. God, as we go into 2020, Lord, we're not going in condemned. We're not going in rehearsing the lies of our accusers. We're not going in worrying about misunderstandings. We're not going in trying to defend ourselves. God, we're going to let God arise and his enemies be scattered. And, Father, we are thanking you most high that you're going to be able to give us, God, as we shift and the, the portals in the heavenlies are open, 
because of this transition in this new tech decade. And God, we're going to allow you to speak to our spirits. And we're going to walk in with the courage, God, of being more than a conqueror and knowing, God, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're mighty through you to the pulling down of strongholds. God, we're going to be able to cast down imaginations and every high thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God in 2020. And we're bringing every thought into the captivity of Jesus Christ. God, strengthen our faith walk. God, strengthen our faith walk in the name of Jesus. Strengthen our hearts and minds. Let us walk in clarity in the name of Jesus. Let us not be afraid of the weapons we see formed because we know that they will not prosper. God, we thank you right now, God, that we're coming against premature deaths in 2020. We're taking a stand that our communities and our neighborhoods and our churches, God, will, will, we will have intercessors that will, will bring in lost souls, God, and that we will be on our post like never before, because we're walking in knowing that we have the mind of being more than a conqueror. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 And I know I'm, I'm just so excited. I hear you all said you could hear her clearly. I'm so glad because what she said is so powerful um, on tonight. There is Therefore, now no condemnation. People of God, we have got to believe what God says. I'm going to say that again because I know I'm distorted and I don't know why. But we have got to believe what God says. My brother always says we have to speak what God says. We have to believe it and speak what God says about us. And when he says it and when we speak it, it will be manifested. We just have to believe that God will do it, and when he does it, let me tell you, everyone will know, everyone in your vicinity and your, and your, your, your sphere of influence will know it. The devil will know it when we speak it and we begin to walk it out. There is something about, and I'm so glad you said this because it confirmed a couple of things for me, um, Minister Misha, it confirmed a couple of things for me because, you know, doing broadcasts like this, I always get something, and someone says something to to me that's not so positive. I'm gonna say it that way. And and many different people, and sometimes you know they disguise who they are, um, and they'll send messages, um, and I'm not sure who's sending it. And so I have to sift through things and decide what to use and what not to use. And you'd be surprised when you do platforms like this and you're, you're accessible all over the world, what comes your way. And so I have to constantly remind myself, God, you told me to do this, and you said to do it this way for the era I'm supposed to do this. And I have to speak what God says over and over and over again. I am really excited about the fact that you shared what you shared on tonight, and to know, once again, I'm not condemned. The enemy cannot condemn me because when we, when we do this, and I want everyone to hear me clearly, or as much as you can, this is distortion, when you begin to walk in the purpose, the destiny that God has for you, the enemy is definitely afraid. When you are operating in authority, 
when you are speaking what God says, and when you are acting upon what God says, best believe the enemy is right there waiting, and he dispatches imps and demons, and several spirits come after you. What you have got to know is the scripture that says, and I can't think of it right now, I want to say to Jesus Philippians, and someone can text me and tell me, to stand, therefore, having done all you can do, stand. And when you stand on God's word, when you stand on his word, regardless of the attacks that come against you, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that God will come through and fight for you. And you said it. The battle is not ours. It's the Lord's. So as we go into this, to be prepared to serve and to go, as Sister Rachel stated, it is incredibly important for us to make sure we have a prayer life. We have the word of God. We speak the word of God. Word of God. We believe what he says. We act upon what he says so that when we do go, when we do serve, then people know that we have God on our side. I am convinced that we can have walls fall down just by our shout. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I do believe that we will have walls fall down just by our shout. And so we have got to realize we've got to realize that God has definitely, give me one second, you all, that God has given us everything that we need in order to do what's necessary. Can you all hear me? Somebody send me a text and so because I want to get this out, and then I want to have Sister Misha just, um, if you have something else to say, to go ahead and say that, and I'll bring on Sister Rachel real quick as well. Can you guys hear me clearly now? Um, because it's important that you hear this. Praise God. I am I'm eternally grateful um, for what, what was said on tonight because it kind of sums up a couple of things that confirmed some things for me. I needed to hear that we do need to go and we got to do it different ways. And so when we do these different ways, it is, it, it's important to understand that the, 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 mm, let me say it this way, that people traditionally will not understand it, but those who are looking for a new way will get it. So it, it, it's not about what you are used to. It's about what God is doing in this next. And so it may look different, and people don't understand how do you dance the, and this is a message I get constantly, how do you what do you call yourself and you're doing this broadcast and you're, it's not in the church. Uh, listen, I am the church. I want you to understand. I am the church. I'm walking epistle. I am the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is within me. And as I go, that's where the church is. And wherever I go, that's where the kingdom of God is. And wherever I go, that's where Jesus is. Pastor said it last night. Where we go, we want to send Jesus everywhere, but we don't understand. We are the representative presentation of Jesus. And when we go somewhere, that's where Jesus is. And so it's important to know first and get in our minds, Sister Misha, good God, that's so powerful, that we are not condemned. We are, we have been chosen. We are a royal priesthood. You can walk in that you can walk in that knowledge, walk in that revelation, and then walk in and wherever you go and know that God has sent you. 
because you hear God. Sister Misha, um, Minister Misha, can do you want to say anything on that? And I'll bring in Sister Rachel. You know what? It, it goes back, Reverend Danzia, with dealing with how the enemy wants to strip down our identity. And so it, 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 if we don't realize that we're seated together with Christ Jesus in heavenly places, then our perspective is always going to be low. And so if anybody understands anything about being seated with Jesus in heavenly places, you understand that your total perspective shifts. I would rather fight a battle in the air than on the ground. If, if the enemy can keep us low, our perspective low, Wow. And he does that on, on multiple ways. There's only so, if, if you're on a bike traveling, I, I, God gave me this a long time ago. Bear with me. If, 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 you, if you're on a bike, I, I'm in Dallas, I'm trying to get to Houston. It's going to take a long time. You, you're going to get there. But if I'm in a car, that now I'm, now I'm getting from Dallas to Houston in four hours. But in order to get a car, there's some more responsibility I got to take on. I got to get insurance. I got I, I got I to get a license. There, there are some more things. So it is within the realm of the spirit. And see, a lot of people don't want to grow up in the in the spirit. And, and so we know who we are, but we don't want to operate in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> we, You're we don't right. want to fully walk in our authority, but we don't understand fully walking in our authority will get us where we need to be quicker. So now Woo! I'm in a bike. Well, if I take, if I get on the airplane, there's something else that happens. I'm going from Dallas to Houston. Now my four-hour car ride just got cut to a 30-minute plane flight, okay, <laughs> 30, 30 to 45 minutes. But guess what? In order to get on a plane, I'm going to have to pay a little bit more money, and I'm going to have to give up control. What <laughs> I'm not say? driving anymore, okay? So now I've given control over to the pilot. Okay, and so some of us got to understand how to release some things and let God be in control. If you want your perspective to change. Years and years ago, when we had the unfortunate incident over uh, when when the uh, the space shuttle, there was a fault in the space shuttle, and and they were flying from California back to, to Florida, I believe it was. It was a. It was going to take eight minutes. Now let me tell you something about space flight. <laughs> Not only do you have to be equipped on a whole nother different level to be an astronaut, there are some things that change when you're traveling in space travel. Okay, the laws of gravity. There, there's some. There's some laws that don't apply. God wants us to get comfortable enough in him that we trust him, Peters of the world, that we're not restrained by natural laws, that we understand supernaturally, Peter, that you can walk on water as long as you keep your eyes on Jesus. Misha! Now, why did did I talk about space travel? I simply want us to know that you can get to a place where you can say these laws don't apply to me. So I'm walking now 
in the kingdom, true kingdom authority of Jesus Christ. There are some things that I see differently when I'm 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 seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. There are some things that I can see differently. I can get there quicker. <laughs> I, I, I have I have a much different perspective. I can I have a different view than I do when I'm on the ground. And so it's going to cost us something. It's going to cost Lord, us something. Lord have mercy. So as, that's what I wanted to share. As we get ready to walk in 2020, and we want to walk Patience. in the kingdom of God. Yes, ma'am. I turn it Don't back over to you, Reverend Dancer. That yeah, I so just wanted to say we got to realize where we are. Yes. I love it. I love it. Sister Rachel, did you want to say something? No, I, I'm just saying that whenever you're taking that car ride, it, it causes you to go, you know, you kind of go through a sanctification, you know, it kind of, God's kind of going in there and he's kind of pulling things out of you that, because, I mean, you're walking with him and you're, you're, you're going along the way, you know, but at the same time, He's actually going in there, and and it's going to cost you, you know, you know, because um, you're you're actually, you know, while you're 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 actually traveling, you know, like like you were talking about the space there, and, and you know that's faster, but you know, but when you're in the car, you know, it's going to cost you some time. It's going to cost you, you know, getting into the word a little bit. It's going to cost you into going and asking the Lord. But Lord, you said. And so, and then asking the Lord, but Lord, you said, Lord, but I don't see it. But then we have to kind of walk alongside, and we we have to kind of trust Him in the in the in the walk that 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 you know. And I like what you shared, you know, because it's so true. But you know, it's you know the sanctification and the redemption that comes through through the 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 car car ride, you know, yeah, as you were saying, process. you know, yeah, the process. And not too many that. people want to go that not too many people want to go through the process. They would rather just, you know, just kind of jump over and not go through the process. But when we go through the process, it refines us. And as it refines mm-hmm. us, you know, um it brings us to the points where where God wants us and God's the one that that's exalting, you know, and and raising, you know, when when we're going through the fire, when we're going when he's pulling things out. I give God glory for that. Praise God. Praise God. I want to um, thank both of you um, for tonight because this is absolutely amazing. And, you know, I know that um, we're going to get something out of it. I just didn't know the level of confirmation um, what the two of you brought on tonight was going to come for me, you know, because I'm not thinking about myself on these broadcasts. I'm thinking about what the people need, um, what, um, you know, those the listeners need. But listening to you all, I'm going to tell you, it's what I needed to, to confirm what the things I'm getting ready to go into and starting next month, <laughs> starting next month and throughout the year that I believe God said to do. And it's a huge walk of faith, but I have to, con- I have to constantly make sure that I'm not in a place where I feel condemned, let me say it that way, and to know that I'm here to serve the people of God of where they are. So I I humbly um, thank the both of you 
Um, and that's really all I can say right now because um, I just appreciate God in the both of you for what you have done for me. I can't speak for everyone else, but for me, I know that that was confirmation, and I do thank you. Any last words before we close out in prayer? No, I just, I just wanted thank to say for the opportunity. You know, I I just wanted to say that you know that all three of us, you know, are in one accord in what God is doing and how God is is using us. But at the same time, you know, this message, you know, there's people hearing it, and so you know, there's other people out there that are listening. And so I wanted to pray for those that are out there listening. You know, that you know, no matter what people are going through, you know, God is still a loving God. He's still a merciful God. You know, he still loves us no matter what what mistakes we go through, no matter what we're walking through, no matter what, you know, if God is for you, who can be against you, you know? And um, and also, you know, God's raising up people, you know, God, you know, God is raising up people, you know, and God is bringing those that are hurting, those that are, you know, that, that have given up, you know, and, and you see so many people, you know, and you hear so many people, well, I used to be a pastor, I used to be a deacon, I used to be a, a worshiper, I used to, you know, but now I don't, I, I just got so tired, I got tired of carrying it, I got tired of praying, I got tired of, so the, the ways of the world were better, were a lot better for me, and so, and that's where I'm at, where I'm at, you know, um, it, being a Christian was this, or, or, you know, and those are nothing but the lies of the enemy, you know, and so, and so all of us are gifted, you know, and all of us, you know, God's raising, you know, and God's using us to bring, you know, those that are hurting, you know, and even ourselves, you know, um, so I just praise God. Well, praise God. Misha, I did hear you as well. Um, thank you so much. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. Just thank you for the opportunity to share, um, just share a word and prayer with these, your listeners. I'm just excited about what God will do through all of us, all of us listening um, going into 2020. Praise God. I'm honored um, to all of you that are listening tonight, and I do see you all on, and I know there's some that are on via um, the internet. I appreciate you all and those who will listen throughout the next week and, (laughs) and, and probably later on. I appreciate you all for spending these times with me on the Kingdom Authority broadcast throughout the year. Um, It's been a great, it's been a great almost four years doing this broadcast and 2019, this is the last one for 2019. And I'm excited about what's to happen on next year. So I want you to stay tuned. Um, I I want to make sure that you all know um, to follow Minister Misha Dawson, M-I-S-H-A Dawson. M is a Mary, I-S-H-A Dawson, Minister Misha Dawson. And, and Misha, I am, I'm going to tell you, and you probably already know this, um, Eyes have not seen and ears haven't heard what God has prepared for you. I'm telling you, and I'll probably text you later uh, once I get it clear, the things that God has prepared, the doors are open even wider, and you've had great success. You've had great promotions. You've had 
great opportunities. You've been given a lot, but also to whom much is given, much is required, which I know that you know. But I want you to know we haven't seen and you haven't seen what God is getting ready to do with you in the ministry, also with your husband. You haven't seen it yet. And what God has prepared for you, especially with women, is so profound throughout the earth and not the United States. I said the earth. And so I I pray for that. Um, Follow Minister Misha. She just goes by Misha George Dawson, M-I-S-H-A Dawson on her Facebook page. And then Rachel I know your heart is definitely pure for those who are lost and for those who are hurting, and it's Jesus' heart. And so I want others to follow you as you follow God. So simplistic you are and yet so um, kingdom-minded at the same time. And so this, this is more how you operate. I want people to understand there's a scripture that says, suffer the children to come unto me and such as, and forbid them not for such is the kingdom of heaven. And so because of how she ministers and serves and her heart's desire, God, you know, your, your, your territory looks a whole lot different. And it won't look like what people think it should be, but it's exactly what you're going to need. And so some of the, most of the rewards, um, and this is not a downplay so people understand this because we got it twisted. We want a lot of rewards here, but we don't understand that our treasures are stored up in heaven. And so the rewards that you are going to receive, Sister Rachel, and I've never said this to anyone before, are mostly in heaven. And so th- there's a scripture that the last shall be first and the first, the, fir- the last shall be greater than the first. I'm telling you um, what you see on earth what you're doing here on earth will be first. And I I don't know how else to say that, but that's what I see. And so I want you to receive that. Um, God's going to take care of you here. I'm not saying that. But what you're going to gain is not earthly. (laughs) It is so supernatural. And I don't normally say that to people. There's only one other person I felt that for um, ever. But I'm saying to you, um, I'm a little jealous about what God has in store for you once you get um, onto heaven. And so continue to plant in the good ground. So let me just tell you to follow Rachel Wright, R-A-C-H-E-L-W-R-I-G-H-T. You're going to want to know this, this woman of God um, for reasons I, I can't all stay on here, but I'm going to tell her later. You're going to want to know this woman of God. We're praying for you as you travel and praying for um, your family and during this time, Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L-W-R-I-G-H-T on Facebook. Continue to follow me, you all, on Dancia Jones-Morris Facebook page. Um, That is where you will see the upcoming things that are happening next month and also in the next few few, um, days, actually. I'm excited to be here on the Kingdom Authority broadcast, the KAB. I am your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris. I'm telling you, it's been a ride. I can't wait for 2020 for you all for operating with authority in God's territory and your territory. God bless you.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.